0: Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I am so happy because I have my regular, most wonderful co-host, Dr. David Che, and he has got some really incredible information tonight. Even though it's election night and everybody may or may not be calling in, it's okay because this information is is a life changer for everyone you know. So what I want you to do, dear listeners, is after listening to David, I want you to send out this show to all of your loved ones so that they absolutely understand the importance of cholesterol. We have been really told some incredible myths. So here, Dr. David Che is going to straighten us out and it's high time. Welcome, David, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio again, my friend.
1: Hi, Jules. It's always great to be back.
0: And it's always great that you can share this life-changing information. So, David, let's begin, shall we? Definitely. Okay, so you, uh, I'm just going to let you go for it. and okay. And you can just start, stop, whatever you want to do. Let's go for it because I don't want to in, interrupt you in this important message. Go for it.
1: Oh, Okay. So for our listeners, if you saw the email blast that Jules has sent out, this one, I mean, you know, we besides the law of attraction that we talk about a lot, um, we branched out a little bit into health and wellness, Chinese medicine, and we spoke a few, uh, we had a few talks about Chinese medicine, but this one specifically just happens to be an election night. So if you're tuning in, this is a huge, huge uh, talk we're give tonight. And it's about cholesterol and heart disease. Now, for those of you who, I mean, for all, even me before, for those of you who are saying, oh, cholesterol, heart disease, that's the old stuff. I know all about this. Um, it's just basically cholesterol, a buildup in the arteries causes heart disease. Pl- plain and simple. Game over, right? No. what I'm going to share with you in this hour, and most likely we might make this into a two-part segment depending on how tonight turns out. We're going to make this, um, I mean, this whole talk today about, I mean, I'm going to expose the truth. And the real science behind cholesterol, and heart disease, and everything—basically, you know about—and this is me before too, when I didn't know about this—that um, the cholesterol causing heart disease theory is way wrong. It's totally wrong. And once um, I explain everything to you, it's gonna—it's gonna make sense. How this all started, where it came from, and um, you know—and and the, the one thing that's really pushing this is that. If you think about it, it was 60 years ago that, you know, the the scientists supposedly started this cholesterol-causing heart disease uh, concept to start. But yet, in 2016, too many people a year, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people a year are still dying from heart disease. And and and, and the number is always increasing. So if you're thinking about, like, why is – if our science is better and this this whole concept is true, why are more people dying? I mean, we, we should have less people dying. Right. So, um, you know, there's something definitely flawed with it and you know i'm going to start with the history and then go into you know the how everything came about so are you ready jewel
0: i am ready i am okay. ready to go i'm so anxious to hear all this
1: okay cuz you know i mean i'm sure you think you know what it is too but i'm about to blow the blow the lid off this whole thing
0: okay good
1: <laughs> okay okay so this whole thing started 60 years ago on about september 24th 1955 okay and it started with our president, one of our presidents of the United States, President Dwight Eisenhower, who was a World War II hero. We all know him as the, the big general who defeated Hitler. And he became president afterwards because he was, he was so popular. And on September 24, 1955, he was playing golf and then suddenly collapsed from what you know, was definitely not a common disease at the time. And basically, Dwight Eisenhower had a heart attack. Okay, So he had a heart attack. And you know, normally we would just say, okay, he had a heart attack. And today's president had a heart attack. We say, okay, he had a heart attack. He'll he's recovering. But at that time it was a different time. Within 24 hours after Dwight Eisenhower had a heart attack, for some reason or another, these special interests, which was the food companies and the drug companies, seized on the opportunity because you know Dwight Eisenhower, he's like a celebrity. He was the president, you know, the general, big time, you know, celebrity at the time.
0: And here, so. Yeah.
1: Yes. Hero. Big time hero. Big time hero. So they seized an the opportunity. You know, you're banking on that that publicity. So at the time, they the drug companies and and the food companies they they manufactured a crisis. And we know not just from this, but the, you know the, the the drug companies and the food companies. I mean, they have a lot of power behind themselves. They can, they have the ability to manufacture crises. And this was the big one. And so when they did, when they did, when they started this whole thing it basically sent America's health going down for the next 60 years, even though you would think that it would, they should be increasing our health, but it's gone down. And so if you look at the statistics, heart disease rates have gone up way high since 55, even though we're supposedly eating healthy foods, cholesterol-free, uh, fat-free foods, cholesterol lowering drugs, but yet it's it's soared. It's gotten bigger. So you know something's off. Something's way off with this. So we, know, um, we you know, we're realizing that you know, there's definitely a government involvement, and this isn't like a, like a conspiracy, because as I go into the bigger history, you're going to see um, that this heart disease myth with cholesterol is a total fabrication. And so there was a, um, uh, a doctor, he was, um, his name was Dr. George Mann, he's a researcher in the, um, at the frame, who, who did the, what was called the Framing Heart Study, he calls it the greatest scam in the history of medicine, hmm. and it, it's it was it, this whole thing was developed by you know, n- n- not science, but by corporate interests and by politicians who were paid off, <laughs> and and um, um the cholesterol lowering drug industry. In case you haven't heard, it's a hundred billion hundred billion dollar a year industry, okay. cholesterol drugs. It's cholesterol drugs alone, and so if you haven't if you ever had a coronary stent or any bypass, or you know, coronary stent can cost you. A couple tens of thousands of dollars. A bypass can cost you probably around 200000 Oh, God. Okay. And so, statistically speaking, 85% of heart bypass surgeries are unnecessary. Oh, but, yeah. you know, it makes big bucks for the doctors and, you know, and everybody else. So, you know, heart disease is a big killer and it's a huge money maker. And so, oh, wow. um, it all started basically all started with, uh, du- uh, with President Eisenhower's heart attack. After, after, after he had the heart attack, basically the pharmaceutical companies ca- kicked off the campaign, as we call it. You know the whole thing. the The public relations people went on TV and said, "There's a new epidemic of heart disease." They they said fat cholesterol was the bad thing, so we had to start a new war, and they called this war the war on fat. Yeah. So basically, all fat was bad. Basically, I mean, and they're still saying it today. All fats bad for you. Fat, saturated fats. Um, they, they they said that um, the old diet that Americans were used to eating, you know, um, uh, I call it the three B's bacon, butter, beef, and then lard and eggs. The old diet that we Americans used to eat, which you didn't really see heart disease before, they they said fats are all bad. We have to adopt this new prudent diet, which is low cholesterol, which is corn oil, margarine, cold cereal, chicken.
2: Mm.
1: Well, the food companies benefited big time from this. and so, but you know, but but for all practical purposes, to make this whole thing stick, you have to pin it on somebody, right? Right. Right. And so, who better at the time than President Dwight Eisenhower, who was the biggest celebrity in America at the time? So, when 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 they pinned it on Dwight Eisenhower, they started to this new diet that they talked about too. They had to make Dwight Eisenhower go along with this diet too. So, Dwight Eisenhower was basically the guinea pig for this whole thing. Mm. So how did it go? It basically twice a day for six months. The um, the press basically went through Eisenhower's diet and checked everything. I mean, I mean, reported it to the public. And so for the first time, the word cholesterol came into being. I mean, before Dwight Eisenhower's, you know, uh, heart attack that time, no one even really knew what the word cholesterol was. No one even heard of it. So cholesterol started becoming the mainstream word, and then it became the villain, the monster. Cholesterol was a bad thing. Then then you know the new polio of the time. So all of a sudden, because of the media exposure, the publicity, all, millions of Americans started to say, oh, wow, this is a new epidemic. They were f- freaked out. So Americans, all Americans were supposed to watch the fat and cholesterol on our diets and everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, But the big problem was there's no science behind it. There was any science. It was just people talking, just the media blowing this up. There was never any evidence that these fats or saturated fats caused heart disease. And later on, they would find out that, these, that fats actually are good, is good for us. It would actually reverse our disease. But they weren't, they weren't looking at that time. It was just, you know, fats are bad for you. We have to get rid of the bacon, get rid of the butter, get rid of the beef, get rid of the eggs, all the good stuff we're using, and go to this new margarine and all the stuff that I'd mentioned before. And so, you know, it's, it just totally destroyed what we used to know and also gave birth to these new drugs, cholesterol-lowering drugs, the $100 billion a year industry that we know about so any any questions so far
0: no no this is wonderful
1: okay so this whole thing just opened up the pandora's box basically and it hasn't been uh closed since it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger so um when this whole thing came out though this cholesterol scare you would think everybody just went along with it the medical establishment but there was one person who was against it and it was and it just happened to be president eisenhower's personal physician his name was Paul Dr. Paul Dudley White now white was a harvard cardiologist and a really smart guy he knew that this whole cholesterol thing was bunk totally totally false and he even in and, and in the beginning he even publicly debunked it uh, or um, just 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 discredited it in the beginning in a live broadcast and so with and, and, but, but here's the strange thing maybe because of pressure at the time you know we know how things go when you're under pressure um, Dr. White reversed his position, really? and then jumped on the band, yeah jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm.
1: So, um, Paul Dudley, uh, Dr. Paul White, he said, um, "This is what he said." Let's see. I'm going to my I'm going through my notes here. He he said himself that heart disease was non-existent in 1900 when egg, egg consumption was three times what it was in 1956, and when corn oil was unavailable. And this is what this is this is Paul. This is what Dr. White said. Quote this is quoting what he, he said exactly back then. He said, I began my practice as a cardiologist in 1921 and I never saw a heart attack patient until
0: 1928. Wow.
1: And then he said back in the heart attack free days before 1920, the fats were barter and lard. And I think that we would all benefit from the kind of diet that we had at the time when no one had ever heard of the word corn oil. <sighs> but this, this, this prudent, yeah, this prudent diet that they said, um, corn oil, margarine and chicken, cold cereal. Um, this prudent diet had basically had the full blessing of the big pharmaceutical companies and then the food companies. So interestingly enough, in 1958, two years after Eisenhower had his heart attack, Kraft introduced the polyunsaturated margarine to the market
2: yeah. instead
1: of butter. This is supposed this is supposedly the heart-healthy alternative to butter. But with this kind of um, money, they couldn't just take any chances. So they had to hire out medical experts. Doctors where they could pay off to, to you know, basically uh, endorse their products and say that everything they're saying is true.
0: Oh my god! And
1: so, yeah, if you're a doctor, you know, uh, getting all these big bucks from these pharmaceutical companies, I mean, sure. I mean, it's definitely, um, it's definitely seductive for a do- any doctor to get that kind of money to to say to, to endorse these things. Yeah, you know, but and, also, and, too- and
0: the doctors didn't realize how detrimental it was, right?
1: Well, yeah, they- no one thought it would get so huge, and it's gotten huge. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, you mean you you get your face in the cover of Time magazine. Yeah. You know, you probably get tons of money. You know, to endorse these things. You you basically become a superstar in your in your field. Right. You know, and so Doctor White, and you know, Eisenhower's personal doctor, he became one of those guys. So in the beginning, he was with it. Then he realized it was too much to go against it. So he went along with it. And so he would turn around and and basically told Dr., President Eisenhower to eat this new prudent diet. And so because of this, cholesterol. Equals heart disease, causing heart disease became the new uh, Bible, the new word of the medical establishment, and so then all of America started to swallow this whole thing, even though there's nothing, no scientific evidence to support it. Mm. And so everybody, everybody just t- took it as fact that fats and cholesterol just basically called heart disease. Okay, however, in the midst of all this, there was a paradox, which was called the Eisenhower paradox. Okay. And the reason why uh, it's called the Eisenhower paradox is because everything Eisenhower did before kind of went against it. This whole new cholesterol or fats causing heart disease. So, for example, at the time when Eisenhower you know had his heart attack, his cholesterol was only 100, 165 milligrams per deciliter, which is the standard by which we measure cholesterol, MG slash DL, you know, 165. And President Eisenhower also had a perfect weight. He exercised normally. And he weighed only 172 pounds, so he was he was perfect. I mean, there was nothing wrong, you know. Which again, statistically, this is a crazy statistic that I saw. 75% of patients admitted to hospital for heart attacks have normal cholesterol levels. Wow. 75%. So basically, cholesterol you don't cholesterol is terrible or is bad. Definitely, hardly an indicator for heart disease. So, and you would have thought because of this paradox. Um, this whole thing would have just been you know blown over right right but no no uh they didn't hear about they didn't they didn't hear about this paradox you know the media didn't want to report this all they reported was his new cholesterol-free diet i mean they basically replaced his old good diet i mean instead of eating eggs bacon and steak he would always uh, uh, president Eisenhower would be eating these new hydrogenated soybean oils and margarines full of trans fat that we know today are bad huh. and so over, yeah over time as, as it you know because of his doctor was pushing it his diet got 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 tighter, and in some days he would eat nothing but grapefruit and toast. And so the press reported everything, and you know, as a result, because he was doing it, Americans jumped on this new healthy diet, right? Because if if President Eisenhower was doing it, I'm going to do it, you know. But as we found out, it would have a lot of consequences, on not just President Eisenhower, but for you know the millions of Americans, you know, after this this all came out. And so, um statistically, according to the Harvard School of Public Health, back in the 60s when Americans ate more fat, obes- obesity was only 13% and only 1% suffered from type 2 diabetes. But today, even though we eat much less fats in our diet, our rate of obesity has soared as high as 45%, and 8% now suffer from type 2 diabetes. Wow. And this is from Harvard. This is from the Harvard School of Public Health. So, how can you, I mean, basically, the low-fat diet hasn't had- hasn't made us skinnier and we haven't become healthier. Right. So, you know, going back to President Eisenhower, after he started following this new heart healthy diet, his cholesterol levels spiked. <laughs> it went from 165 to 195 to 225 to 259. Mm. Yeah, his weight went up a lot too. So, producing the president got like super obsessed. He even started checking his levels 10 times a year. And the, and the more it soared, the more he stuck to this new diet, which was completely, con- you know, just bl- blowing away his top positions. And, you know, and the president was super frustrated.
0: God, I can so imagine. It's, not- it's like being oh, on yeah. a diet trying to lose weight yeah. and you're only gaining.
1: Exactly. And so the president's doctors got to the point where they were lying to him about his levels. They were lying to him. And so you would think after all this, they would just, again, they would just, you know, blow it over and call it a day and say, this is all, we got, we got, we got to study into this about what's going on. But the money and the publicity was just too good. The drug companies couldn't get away from this, but the, 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 um, the food companies. So here's what also happened. Six days before Eisenhower's cholesterol went to 259, an um, uh, apprentice or a protege of Eisenhower's doctor, Dr. Dudley, uh, Dr. Paul Dudley White, his name was Ansel Keyes. He published he published this seven country study, and in this seven country study, um, which was, by the way, <laughs> helped uh, the, the funding for the study was helped by his mentor, Dr. Paul Dudley White. Okay, um, basically, it was supposed this the seven this uh, seven country study was supposed to link heart disease and cholesterol. This new study, but at the time, which no one knew at the time, which we found out later, Ansel Keys. He basically took the evidence, only the pieces of evidence that he felt could associate heart disease with fat fat and cholesterol. So, you know, he studied like 22 countries, but only focused on the six countries, which supported this whole his whole uh, idea. So 16 countries were actually left out.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: So he basically picked picked and choose which, you know, which ones would actually work, which is, you know, is complete garbage then, you know. And so at the time, we didn't know what he did, but now we know. And um, at the time, he was so famous, he ended up on the cover of Time magazine.
2: <laughs> and
1: then two weeks later, after Ansel Keys did this whole thing uh, and got on the cover of Time magazine, the American Heart Association officially said cholesterol buildup causes heart disease. Uh-huh. Okay. And then that now it became gospel. Yep. Uh, the whole medical field. And there was no turning back now. So, um, you know, and we know today there's HDL and L. LDL, right so L- right. a lowering LDL bad cholesterol was now the focus of medicine this is the the, the, the the Bible the gospel okay but you know president Eisenhower was going through this whole thing and you know the, their diets and was you know, they' were talking about it he was experiencing how wrong it was and he was paying for it and so throughout the 60s Eisenhower let's see I think he suffered like seven heart attacks yeah even though he suffered he even though he stuck to this diet this healthy diet supposedly and finally, in 1969, our beloved president died from his last heart attack. Mm. Even though he was super religious to this heart-healthy diet, but the medical establishment is still force-feeding us the same thing that killed our president. Right. So you know, let's talk about what we know today. This, this—I mean, everybody seems to know it. I mean, kids in grade school are taught this. LDL—there's HDL cholesterol. There's LDL cholesterol. HDL is good. LDL is bad. If you have too much LDL, it's gonna cause this this gunk which clogs up our arteries and it's gonna and you know, block the blood flow to our heart and then we get a heart attack, right? Right. Everybody knows. This is pretty standard. I mean this ain't this ain't rocket science I'm talking about. Everybody and their grandma probably heard about this thing. Right? Right. Okay. So all doctors know everybody knows. This is I mean you can't question it, supposedly. Alright. Here's the here's the key though. Yes. LDL is found in the plaque that builds up on our arteries. Okay, but here's the trick. Here's the here's the kicker. The damage to our arteries actually happens before and not after the plaque builds up. So plaque is the our bill, our body's build our body's response to heart disease, but it doesn't cause it. And it, it gets the blame because it's found in the artery. So you know it's like finding someone that's seen the crime but they didn't do nothing and saying that they were the cause of the crime. Like like an innocent bystander that was there. Right. Right. So what is the real cause of heart disease? What is the underlying root cause? And here's the one word for it, inflammation.
0: Inflammation. So,
1: Yeah, so think of it this way. Think of it as, you know, uh, let's say you have a mirror, a brand-new mirror, which is, like, so smooth, this mirror. Mm -hmm. And so because anything touches it, it's so smooth. Nothing really sticks to this mirror because it's so smooth, right? You polished it up, waxed and everything. It's all waxed up, right? But what if this mirror... What if this mirror was, like, all cracked and roughed up and beat up? Well, if it's all roughed up, it would be really easy for things to stick to it then, right?
0: Right.
1: So, if our blood vessels are natural, I mean, are good and healthy, then things flowing through it shouldn't really stick to it. But if if there's inflammation and there's irregularities in our blood vessels, then things, bad things, fats, and everything are going to stick to it, right? Makes sense then, right? Right. So, it's inflammation. And so... The next question everybody's going to have is, well, what what what's causing this inflammation then, right? That's the next logical question. What causes it? Well, ironically, the, the cause of the inflammation is that new low-fat diet that the medical establishment recommended to us.
2: Wow.
1: So it's like, let's get rid of the bacon. Let's get rid of the butter. Let's get rid of the beef. Let's get rid of the old-school lard, the eggs, and let's replace it with cold cereal, margarine, which is hydrogenated oils, margarine. Cold cereals, all these kind of things. Actually, this this new diet that they're recommending is, in fact, what is causing inflammation, which is causing the fats to stick to our arteries. Wow. So this is exactly why, even though um, President Eisenhower was following strictly, super strictly to this new diet that you know he was you know uh, adhering to, his heart disease was getting worse. And that healthy diet, even though he was following the root of the plan. So,
0: so he why. he yeah. died in sacrificing all of the foods that he absolutely loved. Yes. that could which was have, actually
1: keeping them healthy. Which was yes. keeping
0: them healthy.
1: Healthy.
0: And he died sacrificing. That's just not right. <laughs>
1: our, our 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 war hero, of World War II, our general, the supreme commander of the Allied forces, on the one of the most beloved presidents. Yes, was the guinea pig for the medical establishment. A total guinea pig. Right when he had his, his issue, his this he he collapsed the first time, the real first time. They they went ahead and uh, you, uh, you you know took advantage of it, utilized his celebrity status to start the whole heart disease scam.
2: Wow. Yes.
1: And so this is why, even though we're supposedly more developed, more advanced scientific knowledge is getting bigger, nine hundred fifty thousand Americans on average continue to die each year from heart disease, even though we're consuming record quantities of low fat food. Cholesterol-lowering drugs and these new healthier vegetable oils.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, okay. so uh, right there. In other words, we're supposed to be eating the fats, right? The
1: good fats.
0: The good fats. Good
1: fats. Yes. Yes, and I'm, I'll go more into it. And like I said, uh, as I go more into this thing, we might break this. We could, might possibly break this up into a two-part talk where I'm talking going over the history right now, how this all is, is going on. And then maybe the next one, go into more, you know, more of what we should be doing. Okay. You know, this has taken quite a while already. You know, we're going through and there's, and there's a lot of information for everybody to swallow. Everybody, if you're listening, you probably, like, your jaw's probably drop Like, what? Everything that I learned about cholesterol heart disease is wrong? Yeah. Because this is a big topic because this is America's number one killer. I mean, I mean, heart disease destroys uh, every other disease that's down, down there by, okay. by far. By far. You know, someone probably right now is dropping dead of a heart attack as we have talking about this right now, for all we know. You know, yes.
0: Oh, brother.
1: So, yeah, so Time Magazine in 1961 had Ansel Keys, who did the Seven Country study, you know, uh, whatever that it was called. He did this study. In 1961, he was on the cover of Time Magazine. Okay. In 2014, what does Time have on the cover of their magazine? It says, eat butter. Scientists label Fat the Enemy. Why they were wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> So uh,
0: So two yeah. years ago they admitted that yeah. th- what they've been basically, doing for the last forty yeah. years was totally wrong.
1: Well, yeah. No, oh, so, uh, basically sixty years.
0: Sixty years. 60 oh year. man.
1: Yeah. And and then and this one when when Ansel Keys was the hero in that one, um, they labeled him his science was junk, they said. Everything was wrong. It's now okay after sixty years to eat butter. So we were eating butter before that, and we were healthy. Then they started this whole cholesterol, fat that was bad for you, you know, and everything else. And then uh, 60 years later, uh, Time magazine is finally saying, no, we were wrong. It's better to eat butter.
0: All righty.
1: And so for decades, scientists have confirmed that eating saturated fat and cholesterol is actually good for you. Because good fats reduce inflammation. These bad ones are causing inflammation, which causes your arteries to actually to clog up. Wow. Yes, so it's the cholesterol, you know, cholesterol causes heart disease. That is the gospel for uh, pharmaceutical companies and what they created from their uh, laboratories. They're called um, cholesterol-lowering drugs, or medically speaking, they're called statin-lowering um, dr- you know, statin drugs, uh-huh. you know, cholesterol-lowering drugs. And tons of people are on these drugs, you know. And um, a little background the cholesterol-lowering drugs because probably someone you know is on these drugs. Drugs because they're so widespread. Okay, and uh, the drug company started uh, work on these statin drugs in the 1950s because that's when the cholesterol myth started getting really huge, right? Mm-hmm. And these they didn't reach the market really until '86 when there was Merck, a company called a drug company called Merck. They received FDA approval for uh, the drug was called Lavelstatin. And since that drug was released, they've exploded into an over 100 billion dollar industry. A hundred billion, billion, not million, hundred billion.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: One out of every four Americans over age 45 now takes a cholesterol-lowering drug, which you would, you know, it, it, it's, uh, these drugs, which I'll get into in a moment, are a disaster. Totally a disaster. Okay. Because, let me give you some of this, the, these um, major, not just little, these are major side effects of a cholesterol-lowering drugs. Okay. And you may know some people that have been taking them that have complained of these problems. Right. Uh Diabetes. Memory, memory loss, fatigue, uh, sexual dysfunction, muscle disease, neuropathy, liver damage, and sometimes even breast cancer. Wow. Okay. And um, uh, there's, there's at least 300 er, uh, different side effects and diseases with these statin drugs. So I just listed what, like 10?
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: it was over 300, yeah. So the whole thing is, well, you know, know, maybe the benefits outweigh the risks, right? That's what doctors tell you all the time. You know, you take this, you're going to get some side effects, but the benefits um, outweigh the risks, right? So you would think that uh, with all these issues, that if you take it, they could at least, these drugs could at least prevent heart attacks, right? So benefits outweigh the risk, right? Uh, Nope, because um, the weirdest thing about these drugs, and it's totally ironic, is that these statin drugs they, they are taken to prevent heart disease. They can actually cause heart disease. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, the last count that I have, statistically, in my, my notes here, seventy-two million mar- Americans are taking cholesterol drugs that are actually causing heart disease. Wow. That's why I, why heart disease is skyrocketing. It's out of control. You would think with all our medications and everything that we—that heart rate should be going, heart disease should be going down, but actually, it's going up. Yeah.
0: Well, so should people be getting off their drugs and just start eating fats, the right fats?
1: <laughs> yes. There's so so many ways you can treat these things. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's basically because, it. Because,
1: because there's not, not only is there no proof that these statin drugs, you know, um, are helping to uh, treat heart disease, they're actually causing heart disease. So this cure, as one of those situations, is the cure is totally worse than the disease itself.
0: Isn't that something?
1: Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, in December of 2009, a study on statin drugs published in a journal of clinical cardiology, uh, cardiology has proof now in this study that statin therapy actually weakens heart muscle. Oh. Yeah, these, these, these cholesterol lowering drugs, and I'm sure even though you don't take these, jewels, when you're watching primetime TV at 6 o'clock and, and these news, uh, news with um, Brian Williams or any one of our famous uh, um, anchors, you see all these drugs for cholesterol-lowering drugs, don't right. you? These yeah. advertisements, right? Okay. Well, that's the problem. These are listed in prime time. Everybody is into these drugs. Doctors are, too. Doctors get kickbacks, probably, from prescribing these drugs. Well, tons of studies have proven that these statin drugs, these cholesterol-lowering drugs, actually raise your blood pressure, actually lower, lo- lower your levels of the good cholesterol, the HDL, and actually increases a measure of blood clotting, which is linked to heart attacks. So, and of course... When you have all these things, your heart disease risk goes pew, way up.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay. Also, too, one of our bodies, um, there's a special um, enzyme in our body, uh, which is n- n- critical for our heart to function well. It's called coenzyme Q10, CoQ10. We've all heard of that. Right. That too. So most people have heard of it. Well, statin drugs actually less lower the levels of your body coenzyme Q10, CoQ10, sometimes as much as 45%. And 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 uh, when when, we, when we're past a certain age, or like over forty-five or past fifty, we naturally experience a decrease of seventy-five percent of CoQ ten anyway. So when you're taking these drugs, they're like taking away your Coenzyme co- co- Q ten. So your blood, your I mean, sorry, your your heart's function, your muscle is going to get weaker. Yeah. Wow. So this is going to be a shocker for anyone that's listening right now a huge shocker. And if you're not listening now, you're probably listening on uh, recorded, you know, on recording. Yeah. So, um, here's the truth and this is going to blow everybody away. And again, uh, just for a disclaimer, this is uh, what me and Jules are talking about here. It's not a substitute for your doctor's advice. This is for information purposes only because I don't want people coming on, doctors coming on here telling me that, you know, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about and everything else. This is for information purposes only, you know, you listen on your own discretion. What I'm what I'm telling you here, okay? Yeah, because, but
0: having said that, David, if a yeah. regular physician won't come clean, what are we to do? I mean, we have to make that decision yeah. for ourselves.
1: Yeah. So, ultimately, we have to make. I mean, it's a free country. You know, we can vote for our president, so we can we can make our own medical decisions with our with our own risks, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here's the here's the big blow blow up. Uh, sentence of the night, okay? Cholesterol is a good thing. You shouldn't lower it. Actually, higher cholesterol is good for you. Really? Let me repeat that. Having a high cholesterol can actually save your life.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. Uh, There was a 10-year study in this prestigious journal called Lancet, which proved that people with higher cholesterol actually had a lower risk from dying from anything, not just just heart disease. Oh,
0: my God. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, okay. oh wow. So,
1: so we 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 know the words direct and inverse, right? Direct means oh if I run, if I start running right now, my heart rate goes up. So there's a direct relationship between my heart going my heart rate going up and exercise, right? right. That's a direct relationship. Now, inverse means whatever I do, the other thing is a reverse, right? Inverse relationship. Okay. So um, there was a study found uh, done by the American Heart Journal which found an inverse relationship between cholesterol levels and death. So these researchers in the American Heart Journal, did a, in their study, they investigated over 17,000 heart disease patients, and at the conclusion, found that lower cholesterol um, in, uh, added up to an increased mortality risk. So people who had a cholesterol of 150 milligrams per deciliter, which is considered healthy, the supposedly healthy level, we're actually at a 48% greater risk of death than patients with the dangerous levels of 250. Wow. So, uh, you know, if you aren't blown away already, let me say this to you. If you're suffering from heart disease, lowering your cholesterol, even just by a little bit, will increase your risk of death. Yeah, it sounds, I know this is a big shocker. Most people are like, What? So I mean you're telling me the sky is not blue every day?
0: <laughs> really?
1: It's like we we accept the high cholesterol, you know, close to death um theory as saying, you know, um the sky is blue, right? You no, know, the sky is blue. Everybody knows the sky is blue every day. You know, clouds are white, the sky is blue. So me telling you this sounds like clouds are not white and the sky isn't blue. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening right now, take a few moments and swallow what I'm telling you.
0: Yeah, and go swallow a, a real butter too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swallow some butter at the same time, yeah. Eat some bacon, too. Okay.
0: (laughs) And cheese, cheese.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, good fats, okay. Good fats. So, in in another study from Yale published in JAMA, which stands for the Journal of the American Medical Association, these researchers in their cardiovascular medicine department actually discovered people with low cholesterol had nearly twice as many heart attacks as those with high cholesterol.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the the, the evidence is overwhelming. And we all know that heart disease is the number one killer of Americans, and yet our conventional medicine can't seem to stop it. And as as you haven't made the the conclusion now, come to to your reasoning, that everything the medical establishment is doing is actually making it worse.
0: Oh, good God.
1: And so doctors are just force-feeding these new new or old cholesterol-lowering pills to patients. Yeah, you know, I mean, they they keep changing these guidelines, the American Heart Association, so they keep changing the guidelines that so that more people will be taking these statin drugs. I mean, at the rate it's going, sooner or later, half the population, over 45, are going to be taking these drugs. And most of them are perfectly healthy.
0: But you know, we're guidelines. doing it, we're risking our lives just to make the pharmaceuticals rich. And yes. the doctors who are paying their outrageous medical school bills
1: Yeah, uh, yes yes mm-hmm. which i don't blame because becoming a doctor these days you know me and myself going through dental school i mean doctors i mean going through a prof- professional school is really expensive yeah no question about it i'll be the first to say it you know so um and then you graduate school and then these uh, doctors i mean i'm sorry the drug reps come to your office and you know they start um you know taking you out to lunch buying you, you know, stuff and um, telling you to prescribe their drug. I mean, we we know how this goes. It's a pretty usual, uh, pretty um, mm. usual way of getting you to prescribe their medicine. You know, this is an old system. Mm. And so, um, you know, with 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 the, with the heart association changing their guidelines, I mean, any, pretty much anybody can be taking statin drugs. And so, it's not that just to treat. It's not treating people with heart problems. but it's basically creating a whole new market for the drug industry mm. by getting more people to be taking these drugs. And so, um, statistically, the American Heart Association receives about 30 million, million, $31 million a year from the statin-producing drug companies. And according to the New York Times, 12 out of the 16 members of the American Heart Association's, quote, cholesterol panel, has financial ties to the drug industry.
0: Oh, whoopee doo here. Oh, goodness.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on and, top of all of this election stuff, oh my god!
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and I want to take a moment here. I want to give credit. That there's, there's, a, there's, I mean, I study a lot of, um, you know, read up a lot of things on my own time. Uh-huh. But there's one guy that I follow. He's out of Royal Pound Beach, Florida. His name is Al Sears. He's a medical doctor. Um, I subscribe to his newsletter. He he um, sends me a lot of emails and stuff. You know, on his, on his mailing list, kind of like you do with your your followers, right? Uh huh. Um, he um. He writes about some, I mean, he's a medical doctor by training, but he writes and he exposes some of the most amazing things. And I want to give credit to Dr. Sears because, you know, he sent me a newsletter which really opened my eyes on this heart disease thing. Because I, I mean, I always knew it was always fishy, but I didn't really know the details of it until Dr. Sears, um, you know, wrote about this. And uh, most of what I'm talking about today, I kind of took excerpts from his newsletter because I want, I, want to, I really want to get this out to the public. Yeah. You know, I really want to get this out to everybody using our... Our listening fan base, you know, so you can decide make the, make the best decision for yourself and your well-being, and your family, and everybody else you know, um, on, on how to make the best decision for yourself. So, um, give a lot of credit to Doctor Sears here, you know, for what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, I I think that's wonderful, you know, and I bet you there are quite a few other doctors too because when you really think about it, David, people who take the time and and study don't always go in with the intent of making money. They're going in to actually help people. So much to their surprise after they go through all of this, they're realizing that they're not really healing people. They're hurting people. So there's a lot of doctors who's actually stopped practicing because they felt incapable of healing. And I think that's where it's at today.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and I've heard this to be true that the drug companies, because they're so powerful, they have so much money, you know, money equals power, that they control a lot of the medical schools, like what you learn. Yeah. You know, they they basically when you're a medical student, you're basically hooked by the drug companies from the day you start and from the time you graduate and until the time you start practice, right? Yeah, they produce all these different drugs for everything else. And um, I mean, don't get me wrong; there are certain drugs, like you know, if you had a bad infection in your lungs and you they put you antibiotics, you you need these kind of things. Don't get me wrong; I mean, there's certain sure. there's, there's definitely many situations where you're gonna need drugs. No question about it; it's gonna save your life.
0: But the okay? fact that they don't even teach the medical doctors proper nutrition
1: tells no, you
0: that they are more inclined for the medicine. Than they yes. are for the real medicine, which happens to be food.
1: Yeah, one percent of the time is pie nutrition. The other ninety-nine percent of the time is on drugs and how to prescribe drugs and surgery.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: That's
1: basically what it is. Yeah, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. No surprise there. I mean, we all know that's pretty. That's pretty common knowledge. A lot of people too. And they know that, you know. And so, um, um, let's talk a little. Let's let's delve a little bit into with time we have left when you when you're saying so what kind of fats so what is the deal good fats bad fats what is the deal yeah, with this okay yeah, let's yeah, let, let, yeah let, let's organize this a little bit to make it easier to understand okay Okay. good fats bad fats okay so um, based on what Dr. Sears has said I'm going by what he says um back in our, in our way back in the day when we were hunters right just when we were still cavemen right mm-hmm. okay we humans have always consumed an equal ratio of omega 3 fatty acids to omega 6 fatty acids Okay, so omega-3s is vital for our heart function. Okay, and so it's a one-to-one ratio. You have equal amounts of omega-3 and omega-6s. Okay. Okay, so when, when, when you know, after Eisenhower had his heart attack and, you know, the food companies and drug companies jumped on the bandwagon, they started saying, you know, margarine and everything else is better for you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, these new foods for the new diet, the prudent diet, are rich in omega six. Oh. These are fat-free foods, but they're full of omega-6, you know, uh, compounds. And so when you have uh, vegetable oils, which are loaded with omega-6 fatty you know, fatty acids, mm-hmm. okay, this causes a lot of inflammation. This is a really huge inflammatory compound.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, so even though the cholesterol myth was going through and, you know, you know they're supposed to be healthier for you, even though they're low-fat or whatever, you know, or health, heart healthy, they called it for you know for butter and instead of taking butter and animal oils, these had major side effects.
2: Mm.
1: So like soybean, canola, margarine and everything. I mean, soybean oil now makes up as much as twenty percent of our diet. So this fueled a huge infl- inflammation in our blood vessels, and so this is what totally spiked the heart disease thing to go up. So now what was Before it was one to one. Do you know what the average omega-6 to omega-3 ratio is now? No. <laughs> Our ratio of omega-6 to omega-3 is now 20 to 1. So we're taking in 20 times oh more God. omega-6 acids compared to omega-3 when it should be 1 to 1. <gasps> yeah.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Yeah. And so... The gurus, the health gurus, they were saying, you know, red meat's bad for you and everything else. Which were which red meat is a it's a vital source of omega three fatty acids, which is good for you. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: They didn't they didn't talk about why these these native people in their countries who basically ate thirty five sorry eighty five percent of their diet was um, in calories was red meat they didn't have heart disease. Huh. They Didn't talk about. It. And the the traditional bacon, lard, eggs, butter diet, which we're so used to. Um, actually reduces inflammation and prevents heart disease.
0: Okay, can I stop you there yeah. and ask you what about yeah. these antibiotics, um, hormones and everything they feed the animals?
1: Okay, or great question. Or ch-
0: the chickens or whatever.
1: Yes, yes, great question. Okay, now... I think, for the most part, I mean, yeah. Of course, if you can get chickens that are raised by, you know, that someone, you know, raised by on a farm, and you had farm-raised eggs, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be better for you, no question about it, you know. And but I don't, but I, I, can't, I don't want to discourage you from eating eggs. Okay. Uh, you know, that I've been through normal chickens, that's still good for you. Now, the, 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 the beef question that you said. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the kicker. Now, good beef, the natural beef. Okay, is when the beef is grass fed. Right. And yeah. I remember, I remember in a previous segment you told you, me how you like the grass fed beef. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You mentioned that. Grass, and that's really important.
1: Yes, grass fed beef is really uh, full of omega-3 fatty acids. Okay. But m- because because of our modern agricultural system, and we have to feed the mass population. Right. A lot of cows today are fed grain. Oh. Now, when when cows are fed grain, their their fats that come with the the, the, the cows are more omega six are more inflammatory. Mm. So it's better to eat um, grass fed beef always. But obviously if you can't get access to that and most a lot of people can't. Um, the, the I think Dr. Sears recommends just trimming the fat away from the beef okay. when you eat it. Trimming try try trim it away. You know, that's a good that's a good compromise. Okay. For for the whole Yes. So bacon is good, lard is good, um, eggs and butter. Okay. Now, in a previous segment, I talked about the four um, things we should take every day, right? right. Vitamin C. A little a little rehash here. Vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin K, um, and um, iodine, right? Right. right. Okay. Um, bacon and cured meats. I mean, most of the time, unless you go to a health food store, most bacon and cured meats have what's known as sodium nitrite as a preservative. Yeah. And sodium nitrite can, you know, in theory, cause stomach cancer, okay? But if you take vitamin C all the time, if you're taking it constantly, vitamin C neutralizes the sodium nitrite preservative, neutralizes that in there.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. It neutralizes the bad stuff in those preservatives.
0: Wow, how cool yeah. is that? Alrighty.
1: Yes. So um, I like to call, I mean, I mean, since we're on this topic now, let me, let me uh, uh, give our listeners an easy memory. Aid. I call it the three Bs and then ale, A-L-E. Three Bs, ale. So what does that stand for? The three Bs is butter, bacon, and beef. And then ale, A-L-E, stands for avocado, lard, and eggs. Oh,
0: okay. Okay,
1: so these six things, three Bs and the three, and then then the ale, A-L-E, is the good fats.
0: Okay, avocado, lard,
1: and butter? I'm sorry, um, um... um, eggs, eggs. ale, oh,
0: A-L-E.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm three, B's, three B's, egg. A-L-E, ale. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Butter, bacon, beef, so, so avocado, say, lard, and avocado, eggs.
1: Lard, egg, eggs. So when they say, oh, uh, eggs, are all that cholesterol. No, 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 no. Let me just rephrase it. Cholesterol is good for you. You have to have it. Having a high cholesterol is good for you. And eating eggs with a cholesterol is the good cholesterol. You need more good cholesterol. You can't you can't really O D on good cholesterol.
0: So in other words, that when we crazy. go to the grocery OD store, on. we're supposed to stay away from anything that says fat free. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, and most of the time when you look at the side it's not really fat free. It's mostly full of oils and fats that are hydrogenated.
0: Yeah. Okay so
1: you'll see partially hydrogenated or a margarine, or a partially hydrogenated, fully hydrogenated vegetable. Most of the time, it's partially hydrogenated.
0: It's not real. Food, and then you'll see these, okay. you no
1: know, canola, soybean oil, all these things. I mean, our shelves today are full of that. I mean, it's it's actually really hard not to get access, not to get exposed to it.
0: Right, right.
1: It's used everywhere. So, you know, and actually, if you're taking uh, the four things I'm telling you, vitamin C, vitamin C increases your HDL, lowers your LDL. Okay, this is the reason why I tell people to take the four things, and on and, and the surface it sounds so simple these four things but these four things these four vitamin c vitamin d vitamin k2 which is vitamin k right and uh iodine these these, these cover the whole spectrum of things i'm tr- that you when know, i'm trying to keep people healthy with it covers the whole spectrum you know so um
0: and i just yeah. love butter i mean i'm i'm talking real butter here i just bought yeah. this batch from france and yes. it is so delicious. It's like, oh, man, yeah, I can't get enough of it.
1: Yes. And, and and here's the thing. The French paradox. called the French paradox. Um, our, our doctors, our scientists in America are saying, wait, the French eat, I mean, they couldn't explain it. The French eat lots of fat, but they have less heart disease than Americans do. There you go. But if you're listening to what I've told you in the past 50 minutes, it makes sense to you now. Yeah. Right? Because... Good fats prevent inflammation, which prevents heart disease.
0: Wow.
1: Yes. So now, and, of course, our doctors don't want to admit that. They say, oh, it must be something to do with the red wine they're drinking.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, we'll talk about that one, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, which, incidentally, in our past uh, uh, segments, we talked about colors and food, red food and bitter. Remember the bitter taste and red taste. Red food and bitter is good for the heart.
0: Oh, good. Red so, yes, wine's good th- th- for the heart.
1: Yeah, so the excuse they're making actually is true, but that's not the underlying cause, you know, why their heart disease is less. French people are likely eating a lot of fats, but there's but their omega threes, the good source of fats.
0: Oh my is goodness! Which inflammation. Yeah, David, this is so fantastic. We're almost out of time, and yes. you know, I think we do need to have another segment on it, but tonight's yes. information. As I said at the beginning is life changing
1: because
0: yeah. we can actually stop what has been prescribed for the last 60 years. We can make a change today and you know what? It's a delicious change.
1: Yes. <laughs> it means you don't you don't you shouldn't be giving up bacon. You shouldn't be giving up beef. You shouldn't be giving up um uh butter. You know, you should you know, avocados are good for you. People say it's high in fat, good for you. Oh um, yeah. Um yeah, lard. lard is good for you. The old lard uh, uh, oil is good for you. Eggs are good for you. And they say, they say oh, seafood. Seafood is uh, lobster. Oh, so it's full of cholesterol. Oh, my God. No, seafood is good for you. It has a lot of nutrients you need. A good, the good cholesterol your body needs.
0: It has, I would assume it has a lot of omega-3s.
1: Yes, and and, and and we have to have cholesterol. It's involved, which in the next segment I'll go more into because it's a two-part segment, but it's cholesterol is so important for our body. It's so important. There's so many functions in cholesterol that you can't even imagine how important it is. And and these these medications um, um, are actually uh, decreasing. You know, our our cholesterol is actually you know producing an opposite effect. So for example, um, these cholesterol lowering drugs they're, they're they are reducing LDL, but it's not but doing nothing to help our HDL. And a lot, of, a lot of other drugs we take, like beta blockers and other medications that people take along with their cholesterol-lowering drugs, actually reduce our good cholesterol to HDL. Oh,
2: wow.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it's a double whammo. So, I, so I'm taking a cholesterol-lowering drug that's not helping me with my HDL, but I'm lowering my LDL. And I'm taking other drugs on top of it for my heart, which is actually lowering my, my HDL cholesterol. You know, it's, like a double
0: it's amazing that you said omega-6 because I've seen vitamins that have just...
1: Uh, Omega 6. Yeah, stay away from Omega 6. We have way too much. We are already overwhelmed with it already. Okay. Stay away from why people. Yeah, there's a reason why people say take fish oil because fish oil is rich in Omega 3. I gotcha. Okay, yeah.
0: David, we are all yeah. out of time, but thank you. Oh my goodness. This is great information. And, um, I'm going to recommend again that please, if you know someone who's having cholesterol problems, I want you to send this show to them and have them listen from the beginning to the end. This is life changing information and it's brought to you by none other than Dr. David Che. David, thank you so much.
1: Yes, and for our listeners, we're going to be following up. So, next show. Uh, you, uh, we're past election time next time we'll know our next president but you can call in and tune in ask any questions because this will be a part two part segment you know? Wonderful. So, yes.
0: thank you David and to all of our wonderful listeners have a great week we'll talk to you later bye bye for now thank you so much for joining us we'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.
2: In Napoli, where love is clear, when boy meets girl, here's what they say.